Hey friend, motherhood gets hard, entrepreneurship gets hard, but together we can do hard things. This is the Mom CEO Suite. In the suite, there's no shade and no shaming, just sharing and support so we can all thrive at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Felicia, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. Join me as I share my journey, challenges, and aha moments, along with the experiences and expertise of other modern-day moms in business. Welcome to the suite. All right. Hey, friends. Thank you for being here with us today. Our guest is Megan Gillespie. Megan is a dedicated and hardworking wife, mama of two, plus two fur babies, and loves everything that comes along with the boss mom life. She is a mentor for mom business owners, a realtor in Washington State, the founder and CEO of Boss Ladies and Babies, and a published author. This all sounds so exciting. I'm very, very much so looking forward to getting into this conversation. So Megan, how are you today? Hello, I am so good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. We have uh, similar businesses and passions as it relates to moms in business. So. It's always great to talk to someone with a like mind. Um, so let's just start off. Go ahead. Tell us about your journey. What made you want to start Boss Ladies and Babies? So I have been an entrepreneur for as long as I can remember. I always have had such big dreams. And one of those big dreams was to be a mom. And when I decided it was time to have a baby and, you know, we wanted to grow our family, I really had this like slap in the face realization of, oh my gosh, like I have the bit that I've worked so hard to create. And I also am about to have a baby. And what's going to happen? Are people going to take me less seriously? Are people not going to want to work with me? Is my professional entrepreneur boss lady identity that I've worked so hard to build my whole career? going to go up and smoke when I have this baby. And I was really terrified. I really did not want to choose between having a successful, thriving, scalable business and also being like a present mom that I always wanted to be. And since then, that was about four years ago when I was pregnant with my firstborn. And since then, I have really found that so many moms feel like they have to choose between business and motherhood to be successful. And so I have really dedicated my career to providing community and support for mom entrepreneurs to basically help inspire and teach them that there's a different way to do things. And this all started with my podcast, Boss Ladies and Babies. So when I was having this identity crisis and this realization of how much my life was about to change, although the baby wasn't here yet, so I really didn't understand like how much my life was really about to change. But I was having this crisis and I I just felt so alone and I felt like there is no way that I am the only person feeling this way. But I didn't have anyone to talk to about it because even just four years ago, like this mompreneur, boss mom kind of idea wasn't that popular at the time. And so I was feeling really alone. And so basically I decided like I am not going to turn away from the fact that I'm going to be a mom and an entrepreneur and boss lady. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to be the boss lady with a baby. And I am going to publicly talk about this crisis I'm having so that at least someone can hear me. They don't have to talk back to me yet, 
but at least they can hear me and they can hear what I'm going through. And hopefully someone can relate to it and it can inspire them. And it basically just went from there. So what started as a terrified, very awkward podcast at my dining room table recorded on my iPhone has turned into just the most amazing career and platform and opportunities for me to not only grow myself, but also help inspire and teach the women in my community. So that's that in a nutshell. Wow. Oh, my goodness, Megan. That is so relatable to myself. And I also know to all of the moms in business listening, because there is this feeling or this fear of, do I have to give up my business? Do I have to give up my career? And you just don't know because, you, you like you said, you don't know what you're about to walk into. You know life is going to change, but you don't know how much it's going to change. And oh my goodness, that's so relatable. And so I'm glad that you took those feelings and created your platform to be able to support and provide this community for moms who can relate to you. And so can you talk a little bit about why the community is so important for moms in business and what it really meant for you during your journey as well? Oh my gosh, it it's literally everything. I feel like if I were to have set out on anything as a mom trying to build anything business-wise and I did it alone, I I think I would have crashed and burned. And and I feel like so often women try to do that and so often we do have to learn the hard way because we want to be heroes and we feel like we don't need help and we don't we don't need anybody. We can do this on our own. And a lot of times we can, but it makes it so much harder and it makes it so much more challenging to actually reach the full potential of the things that we're trying to do. And so like, I'm not trying to be a downer saying you can't do this by yourself, but I strongly believe that without the right community backing you, it's going to be near impossible to get to the hype that you could on your own. And so the biggest thing for me, the biggest attribute to any of my success has been this community I've created because it's lonely as a mom. Like if you're home with your kids, we all know that feeling where you feel so alone, but yet you're never alone. Like you have people or kids around you all day, but you feel so lonely. And as an entrepreneur, it's lonely because building your business and trying to scale your business and all of your creative ideas, you can just get so wrapped up in your head. Both of those things together are two of the most lonely and isolating things in the world. And for me, I was finding my mom friends, a lot of them were stay-at-home moms. They didn't have businesses. They didn't understand why I was so involved in this other thing because all that they knew was being home with their kids. And my business-owning friends, they couldn't understand how anything could be more important than building and scaling your business. And so I would feel uncomfortable if I was talking about, hey, I was up all night with my teething baby and they just wouldn't get it. I mean, there was just no in between. And so it it was so lonely and I did not want it to feel that way. So I keep talking back to my story where I did, but the thing is like, we have all had a moment like that where we realized that we need to be surrounding ourselves with like-minded people who understand what we're going through. And I think that by finding not only a community, but the right community, you're really able to step into the things that you're meant to be doing and embrace all of the parts of your business and your life as a mom without feeling like you have to hide yourself. Plus, you are supported by people who are going through the same things as you. And so I just think community is 
the most important thing, like the number one tool that you need as a mom with kids and building your business. Yeah, and I 100% agree. The thing that you said that I think is the key here is that you have to find the right community because as a mom in business, you can be in a community of other entrepreneurs, but like you said, they don't get that motherhood side of it or the challenges that you're facing in that aspect of your life and feeling like you do have to hide it or uh, feeling like you're not able to go as fast as them or feeling restricted, it can become an additional weight or burden on you. And so that kind of brings me to this whole idea of, do you believe that moms have to play by a different set of rules in business? And if so, or not, you know, what are the advantages and disadvantages of this? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, I do. First of all, we kind of touched on, you know, how when you become a mom, everything changes, right? But then it keeps changing and then it changes again and then it changes again. And you're constantly just kind of on like, defense as what's going to be thrown at you in life and what's going to be thrown at you in business and how you're going to evolve and make these changes. And then if you're surrounded by a community that isn't right for you, you can really fall into that comparison trap and start looking around at the people who may have older kids or maybe they don't have kids yet, or you know, and you can start to really feel like, oh my goodness, I'm a failure. I'm not as good as them. I can't do what they're doing. And when really it's just you're in a different season than the people that you're surrounding yourself are in. And then also the fact that so often as moms, of course, we put our children at the top of our priority list. We can end up treating our businesses like hobbies where we're working our butts off, we're sacrificing, we're doing all of these things to grow and scale our business, but we're still treating it like a hobby because we feel like everything else on our plate is so much more important. And of course, there are times where that's the case, but I I see so many moms just kind of miss what they're trying to do because their business feels more like a hobby, even though they're sacrificing and sacrificing and giving into this business and not seeing any traction. So I mean, those things alone, not to mention us constantly feeling like, are people going to judge me because I'm a mom? Are they not going to want to work with me because I'm a mom? Are they going to think I'm less professional because I'm a mom, right? These are all of the things that flow into our heads anytime that I've created a kid with an opportunity. And whether we work on our mindset or not, I feel like it's kind of ingrained in us to have these things come up. And so I think, I mean, there's a ton of disadvantages, but also the advantages that we get from this constant evolution and, and shift in the seasons, we have to learn how to think really quick on our feet. We have to learn to be super efficient and make the most out of the time that we have. We have to learn to be super productive and, you know, work through distractions. And I mean, there's so many advantages that come along with that as well. We gain so many skills from being moms that we can really infuse into our business. So I definitely feel like it's a double-edged sword for sure. But I think in the long run, it helps us more than it hinders us, as long as we're taking the right steps and surrounding ourselves with the right people and and doing the right mindset work. And, you know, just we have to look at it as it is an advantage. Yeah, I think that mindset piece is really crucial as well, because we can have all of the strategies, we can have the support, but if our mindset is kind of not where it needs to be, it can hold us back a little bit from progressing where we want to be in our business and even in motherhood as well. And so this journey itself is just challenging. So as you're trying to scale a business through the different seasons of motherhood, 
um, especially for those moms who have the kids that are the babies in their younger years. How can moms better manage their time to make this happen? They want to scale their business, but how can they manage their time to make this happen? Oh my gosh, this is one of the biggest struggles that we face. I feel like I even feel this way often where I just don't have time to do everything that I want to do. But I think back to the mindset piece, it really is a matter of how we look at our time and how we make the most of the time that we have. And I think the number one thing to focus on is being really patient and just honoring the season of life that you're in right now. Because if we waste our time harping on what we don't have time for, it's not going to help us in any way. And so that is something that I actively work on myself. It's something that I help teach my clients to really focus on because things are going to shift and we're not always going to have all the time in the world to do all of the things that we want to. So I think number one is being really patient. The other thing that I think is a game changer is to always plan your life first and then kind of weave your business into that. Every time that I plan my week, my month, my quarter, I make sure that I go through and plan all of my personal, family, life things first, and then plan my business around it. And so many people do that the other way around, where that brings you to that feeling of, I don't have time to do everything I want to do, and then end up in that cycle of wasting time. So really, it, you're, you're a person, you're a mom, all of those things first, and then you have your business. And if you do it strategically, you can make time for both and all of it. And then I also think just kind of Ditching the one-size-fits-all time-blocking system that you've seen every guru out there teach because I could tell you how to block your time and how to manage your time, but what works for me might not work for you. And that just really sets people up for failure when they are trying to take someone else's system and it doesn't work for them. And so I think when you are trying to figure out how to block your time and how to actually manage your time, taking ideas from the people out there who teach time management like myself, but then also being flexible and creating a system that's actually going to work for you and your lifestyle and how you like to actually block time out. Some people love the line by line time block. Some people loathe that. It makes them feel like they're trapped. So it's just a matter of figuring out what's going to work for you the best. And then the last and probably second or first most important thing is remembering that it's not just about managing your time. It really is about managing yourself so that you can actually make the most of the time that you and that kind of goes hand in hand with that, you know, being patient and honoring that season of life, really taking care of yourself so that when you do have the time, you're in the right place where you can take advantage of that time that you have. That is so good. Oh my goodness. I'm over here like nodding. Like, yes, yes, it's so spot on. And, you know, I love what you said. It's not just about managing your time, but also managing yourself. And I like to always talk about managing your energy, right? Like, do you have the energetic capacity to handle all of these things that you're putting in your schedule? And then even the piece you mentioned about not trying to take this one size fits all strategy and applying it to yourself. We see all of these strategies or we see these gurus on social media, they're doing this and we think, oh, let me take and do this exact thing and do it the exact way. And it doesn't, most of the times it doesn't work, right? Because those are different people with different types of businesses, different personalities, different teams. 
And so taking the information that you're finding and then tweaking it for what works best for you, I think is key. And I love, I absolutely love that you said that. That's been a game changer for for me because I was for so long just trying to do it the way everyone was telling me to do it and it wasn't working. And that can be really discouraging. So yeah, 100% agree. Like that is where it's at. It's so freeing too when you stop trying to do things the way everybody else does it. So we talked about time management, being able to scale your business with managing your time properly. But what are some other ways that moms in business can thrive on this journey? Yeah, so I work mostly with moms who are in the first one to three years of business and they have little ones at home. And I have seen the struggle. I mean, the struggle in that point of business and motherhood is so real. I live that same struggle myself and it can just be so overwhelming. So these are a few of the top things I would say that have helped me and have given my clients those aha moments on how to kind of get through and like you said, thrive through this journey. And so the number one thing that I always share is we've kind of touched on this is to not pay attention to what everyone else is doing. Again, like we could harp on this all day because there are so many different ways we can look at it where we end up kind of comparing ourselves, right? Whether the kids are grown, they don't have kids, the time management thing, like so many things that we've talked about already, but so often we get stuck in paying attention to what other people are doing in that shiny object syndrome, right? Like we can be in the groove, working on what we're working on. And then we see someone over here on Instagram stories who just launched a new product and we start to spiral like, oh, I should be doing that. And then we start spinning out of control and we lose all of this time that we've created for ourselves and can start to feel really bad about ourselves, compare all of those things. So just putting on those blinders and not paying attention to what everyone else is doing. And then, of course, finding a community. And like we talked about, the right community that supports you, that understands you, that is like-minded, that is going through the things that you're going through or has gone through the things that you're going through. Just making sure that you're really intentional about that community that you're surrounding yourself with because it is going to shape basically the trajectory of your next steps of your business. Like that community is going to lift you up and shape you and carry you through. So making sure it's the right one. And then being really patient and really honoring those seasons of life that you're in. And one thing that always happens to me is I will have all of these ideas just come flooding into my mind and I'll feel like I need to do them right now, but I don't have the capacity to do them right now. And so I like to have a space where I write down ideas so that I can come to them and make sure that they don't get lost and disappear. Because some of them are really good ideas that need to, you know, have that chance to see if they work. So I personally like to use a Trello board and I have a board on there called Big Boss Ideas. And it's where I put every idea that comes to me that I don't have the capacity to do right now. And Oftentimes, even just the act of getting it out of my head and writing it down so I know that it's living somewhere and has a chance to fly at some point when the time is right makes me feel so much better. And then remembering that you're in control of your schedule and that you're in control of your time, even when it doesn't feel like it. Because once we start to feel resentful for the things that are taking our time away, that is just a downhill spiral that none of us need to be on. And then the very last thing that I feel like has changed things for me and the people that I work with is getting very clear on your message. 
if you're passionate about what you're doing and if you're passionate about why you're doing it, it's really going to help get you through the hard times. It's going to help keep you grounded. It's going to help you when you question yourself and when you get to the point where you are really in the place where you're able to scale, having that strong conviction in your message and your why is going to make it so much easier to put what you've been working on out there and to also put yourself into your products so that people really connect with who you are. And you're not going to end up fighting with yourself and trying to be like everyone else and then wondering why you're not making any money. So those are kind of like my go-to tips that have just been life-changing. And so hopefully those are helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to just reiterate the piece about knowing your message. That was something I struggled with for so long. And when you don't know your message, you're not clear on your message. It really hinders you from being able to take action and build your offers and do really do anything in your business. And so getting clear on your message is so essential, so key. I'm glad that's one of the things that you mentioned. Um, I know for me, this has been a really refreshing episode. And I think anyone listening will feel seen, right? They'll feel hurt because sometimes, like we've mentioned before, you can feel so isolated and alone on this journey. But there was so much that was spoken that was relatable. And so, Megan, thank you so much for just coming on and pouring and sharing your your experience and your wisdom with us. I want to do a quick rapid fire round. This is our fun round. We just ask a few questions just so our guests can get to know you a little bit. So I'm going to give you an option and you just pick one, okay? Okay, love it. So, beachside resort or hillside cottage? Beachside resort. I love a good beach. Oh, yeah. Read a book or watch a movie? Ooh, read a book. Anything in particular you're reading now and loving? Right now, I have been really focusing on money mindset. And I am reading You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Serino. And it has been, I'm only like a few chapters in. And it is like, my mind is spinning out of control. So helpful. Oh, wow. I've heard about that book as well. Going to have to add that to the list. All right, last one. If you had to give up one for life, which would it be? Give up sugar or give up salt? Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> um, give up salt. I love ice cream way too much to give that up. Popcorn. Like, ice cream or popcorn? I don't know. <laughs> I know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. So, again, thank you so much, Megan, for coming on to the Mom CEO Suite podcast. Um, just wrap up. Give us your contact information. Let people know how they can get in touch with you. And if you have anything coming up, let us know about that as well. Yes, thank you so much. I love this conversation. It's been so fun to connect with you and with your audience. And there is so much more that I teach and cover in a short combo on a podcast. So if you head on over to bossladiesandbabies.com slash scale through the seasons, you can check out a private podcast series that I created that covers more of the steps I teach in my signature method around managing your time and around creating your own unique balance so that you can scale through the seasons of motherhood. And by the end of this podcast, I've found that you'll actually be able to find five to 10 more hours in your week and create a system that works for you and your life, even with your kids at home and even as the seasons shift. So make sure you go check that out. And then you can find me on Instagram at babies. 
And feel free to send me a DM and let me know what your biggest takeaway was from this chat. I would love to connect with you. And that's all I've got going on right now. Awesome. And all of these links will be in the show description. So make sure you guys connect with Megan. Again, thank you for tuning in. Megan, thank you for joining us. And we will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Mom CEO Suite podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can you do us a favor? Leave a review on iTunes and share with other moms in business like you. Help us spread our message and empower others who are at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship.